0: Hello and welcome to episode two of Unqualified Game Chat. I'm your host, Azara Lopez, and with me today is my co-host, Spencer
1: Legacy. Hey, what's up? It's me, Spencer Legacy, the co-host. The co-host.
0: Now, you've—I I think I, m- I mentioned last episode that with me today is like like this guest. It sounded like I was like calling you a guest, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> a permanent guest. But you're not. You're here yeah. for good. I am. I won't let you go anywhere. It's true. I, I'm right now I'm chained to this little table all I, the way uh, from from CA.
0: A lot has happened. A lot has happened this past week. Um in terms of video games, will we will we talk about it at all probably not, but we'll talk Probably not. About it. talk about some of it. Um before I get into all of that, I just want to say that we are on Apple iTunes and Spotify. So if you don't want to watch us on YouTube, I don't blame you, but you can also listen to us and we can talk you while you lay your head on your soft pillow and, oh, and drift off to nice. sleep.
1: Yeah. I'm going to listen, listen to us on repeat. Do you listen to any
0: podcasts before you go to
1: sleep? Uh, back when I was a teenager, I would listen to Final Fantasy podcasts while I napped and uh uh now it's more accidental. So hmm. I'll be listening to a podcast and then I'll fall asleep. I won't be like, Oh, I'm doing this with the intent. Oh yeah. A long time ago
0: when Justin TV was a thing.
1: Oh God, that is. Yeah. It was uh, a long time ago.
0: I used to just stream AVGN 24 (laughs) seven. I would watch that and I would just fall asleep to it. And now like if I, now if I can't sleep and I'm just having one of those nights where like my mind is just all over the place. If I turn on one of his playlists on YouTube, Dude, I'll I'll crash right away. Oh, it's,
1: that's me with uh, that's me with Red Letter Media. I, I can watch Red Letter Media and fall asleep, and then just be oh, like, oh yeah, it's, it's how, how sh- wonderful.
0: He, some people just have that voice where where it does like kind of relax you, even if it's angry and just kind of outlandish.
1: If it's but, a Rich Evans laugh, puts yeah.
0: Right now, right sleep. now, I'm about I'm all about like NPR stuff again for some reason. Nice. But I'm not actually listening. I'm just like trying to just focus on something other than focusing on other
1: things. Yeah.
0: Um, but if it's not that, then it's Bill Burr. Bill Burr
1: 24-7. I've just been listening to the Unqualified uh, podcast for, on repeat for the whole week. Yeah, just so, the first episode? Just the first episode. Uh, <laughs> Dissecting yourself like, oh, yeah, so, oh ooh, not, not a great face there. Ah, dang, <laughs> I got I to gotta fix that.
0: Yeah, once you're on camera, everything changes.
1: It's true. You Especially really when uh, out there. we're locked down where I am, so we can't get a haircut. So uh you you gotta I enjoy this.
0: I haven't paid for a haircut since I was about 22. Wow. This this one, this one, I YouTubed Hot Korean boy self-haircut. Nice. And so I watched some guy do it and then I was like, I can do
1: that. And then I did it. I I was gonna say at the beginning of the podcast, you look like a hot Korean boy. So yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what I was going for. It was well, it used to be longer. I recently cut it shorter. Just um I don't know. I don't know why I got bored. And when I get
1: bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I, I, let's see what happens. Woo! The thing is, is
0: like if I cut my own hair, I can't get too mad at myself if I mess up because I was that's like, well, I asked for it. But when someone else does it, like I, I've I've been really livid after a a haircut sometimes. I I look at myself in the mirror, and I can't believe, one, I paid $15, $20 for it, and two, I'm stuck with it for another two months, and that's I crazy. wanted to just
1: stop that. I have a very simple just front spike haircut normally, so that you've seen at it, it events and conventions. Oh, so. yes, yes, yes. I know uh, that's, that. It's not hard for someone to cut that. It's very easy, <laughs> <laughs> so they never mess up. It's a little,
0: you asked for the little boy haircut? Could I have a little
1: yeah, boy Yeah, Can break? I present the little boy haircut? And I say <laughs> Again, Spencer. (laughs) You're like 24. I'm like, just do it, please. People expect it.
0: (laughs) They won't they won't notice me at events. Um, we will get into events later on in the episode, but I think we should start off with uh what are you playing
1: this week? Well, I foreshadowed it last week. I I started playing World of Final Fantasy.
0: Oh dang. Did you hear the what the honk?
1: A lot of times. I'm at (laughs) Nibelheim. (laughs) <laughs> um which is in midgar which is interesting and it used to be missed from final fantasy 4 it's very interesting how they mix everything together but what the honk is that's i i didn't believe you that it would be like that at first it would be grading but yeah. then just hearing and be like what the honk it's I'm not like, subtle at all it's not, not subtle, subtle it's very it's like that doesn't feel like a natural thing that you say in this universe yeah. that, that doesn't feel normal at all it's like when they say like hold your chocobos you're like <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> but I'm I'm really enjoying the game it's I love the stacking and the, the catching monsters um, I'm always very excited when I see a new monster and that's a good sign for a monster catching game partially because I recognize them so I'll be like oh Uh, That's a small behemoth. I'm excited. Or I'll be like, oh, it's a Moogle or a Cactuar. So yeah, um, I do agree with you about the voice acting. Some of it's a little extreme um, because I'm playing in English because I wanted to hear what the honk. (laughs) It's too late to turn back now.
0: The thing about Japanese and English is like um, a lot of of English people put down like, oh, dub, subs over dubs, you know? Mm -hmm. But in Japan... I think that annoying thing that we hear in kind of voice acting in English, they yeah. hear it in Japanese and they feel the same way. And it's that's true. the thing about like context is like, these characters are supposed to be yeah. um, annoying
1: in many like ways. Like a comedy routine. Essentially. Yeah. Like
0: that's there's true. that little fairy character in that who, who repeats the same word. What does she say? Uh, oh,
1: she says the, so yeah. Like this is the crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Japan, or in the
0: Japanese one, she, she does the same thing. Yeah. But um, but it, it won't annoy us because we're reading it and we don't... We just hear it and it sounds
1: cute, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, but You don't notice, like, the flaws in Japanese voice acting if you don't fluently speak Japanese. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're like, wow, the way that, that guy says, uh, k- kishama, you're like, wow, <laughs> that's cool as hell. But then if someone's like you bastard, you're like, that stinks. So <laughs> it, it, it really just boils down to what you understand, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, I've been doing the dub thing for a few years now only because um, I read somewhere that watching uh, Japanese media and reading subs, you won't experience it the same way that a Japanese person does watching an anime because you'll miss the, the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. and like the art you know like if you're just stuck reading the subtitles the whole time you're not looking at the the full picture and and that's why yeah. i've kind of been kind of mostly been gravitating towards uh
1: dubs. that's where shonen comes in because they hang on frames for a long time to to pace out to gap out the page <laughs> so you won't miss anything you won't, you'll miss yeah, Luffy yeah. You staring can make... for like eight seconds yeah <laughs> you can take as long as you want reading yeah. those subs shonen subs perfect
0: <laughs> okay yeah you're right there there are exceptions definitely <laughs> yeah um is that all you've you been playing?
1: playing yeah that's well i played yeah i finished black flag Good job. um and i was like oh nice so then i played rogue which was pretty short but i i liked the perspective and the and all that so once i'm done world of final fantasy i'll be playing unity and i'm happy to be away from boats so dang you're on an assassin's kick I, i'm like you know what I'll, I, i'm while i have time to play stuff i was like i own all these games so i might as well run through them so i can have a qualified opinion i view it so i view playing games in the same way some people view like watching movies where you play a game and even if it wasn't great you add it to like your rolodex of things you you know mm-hmm. and played so when you're on podcasts like this you can reference it and be like oh yeah i know this obscure thing sure I know uh, Eureka Seven volume one.
0: <laughs> that's why I do uh I do uh I do speed runs. I always watch speed runs. Yeah, uh, yeah. of like games of like even old games like medieval. Like I I liked that or medieval I yeah. I liked medieval. I like I loved the ad campaign growing up as that, but I never played the game. So I watched a speed run and now I can talk on the game because <laughs> clearly I know everything yeah. about it.
1: And, it's true. You know the and, optimal way to play it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I do that. I've been doing that. I do that a lot. But yeah, I, I agree. It's like and you know to to your point, I think it also even if a game is bad, the more time you spend with it, like like Hyperdimension Neptunia, not a good game, but I, but I ended up platinuming it. And after wow. after 20 hours of playing that game, like I I liked it even though like I looked past all the the, the jankiness my friends making fun of me. Like I, I looked past <laughs> all of it and uh I had a good time. But I can admit that it's it's not a very good game. So I think the more time you spend with the game, the more you just kinda let it, it off. It endears
1: itself to you, kind of. Yeah. You're like, all right, I mean I'm invested, so why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. Once the more time you invest, definitely you start forgiving it for its its downfalls. Yeah. So think, what have uh,
1: you been playing, Azario? Oh
0: crap. Well. Like you said, this month is is kind of a low month. We have some releases early, but a lot of the releases are at the end. Um, yeah. In the middle middle couple weeks, there's there's nothing really there uh, besides a couple indie games. So I've been I've been reading manga. Nice. And um, surprisingly, I've been I just finished an Assassin's Creed manga. What a I'm,
1: weird coincidence. <laughs> yeah.
0: I will have that. It comes out next week actually, but I'll have that review up soon. Of of it, it's it's surprisingly pretty good. It's it's uh, it's based in China, and uh, I li- I liked it so so. Read nice. on. Read on that next week.
1: You know? I will at Noisy
0: Pixel at Noisy Pixel. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? What else? Oh, I I played Little Nightmares too. <clears throat> oh, nice. How's that? And I my review's out right now. And on Noisy Pixel. On NoisyPixel.net. Uh, and the. I didn't play the first one until like last month when I knew I was going to play this one. And, and just so I can compare it to something and I never really like, I can't believe I let this game go like under my radar for so long. It is, is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's it's the first
1: one's really great too.
0: It's, it's so like there's, there's a linear feel about it. Like, there's only one real way to get through the game and and I mean you can cut some corners here and there, but you're very much like on this rail to the end. Yeah. Um, if you get caught or if you hit a trap, you were supposed to, you know, and like the, the 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 checkpoint is like right next to it. So I mean, the next time through you're not going to be affected by that same trap. Mm-hmm. And they have this, they they have this recurring chase thing where at the end of every stage you'll get chased by something out into the next stage, but I just love the presentation and the the, the horror beats oh, is so is so
1: good. It's the designs are so good.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely a nightmare. I was I was scared at, during some parts. There were some jump scares, but mostly like I was interested in. The relationship between the two the two main characters. Um yeah. I was kind of mad at first because I thought it was co-op, and then I realized playing co-op would have sucked if this game was co-op. Um and and yeah, it was uh this definitely narrative narrative-wise, um it's silent the whole way, but they find a way to like kind of connect some Connect, they piece together what is going on with with the world and what what your actual quest is. But it's yeah. definitely you. you definitely, there's there's some areas where you need to stretch and be like, oh okay. Um, but honestly, by the by the conclusion, and it's a six hour game. You can definitely beat it in one sitting. Um, you can maybe play for another two to three hours to find everything that you missed. Mm-hmm. But um. But, in that six hours, like at the ending. I was my jaw was like my mouth was wide open, dude. I Oh really. It's 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 a definitely a good game to finish. Um and and it's not too hard to finish because it's only six hours long. And that trial and error approach means that if you just have a little bit of interest in horror games, you can you can play this game no matter your skill level with any game. There's no yeah. like there's no like barrier of entry with it. Like I found that really interesting too. That they didn't make one section. This puzzle's so hard, you're never gonna get it. You know they they didn't they didn't have anything like that. They really guided you through everything and taught you taught you small areas of the traps and then they like gave you a bigger one. But everything's very uh, accessible
1: and yeah, perfectly like, accessible horror.
0: Yeah, I I like the QA team must have must have did so much on this because like the 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 second character uh, six she she does things without you even asking her and it's so cute like you'll pick up a you'll pick up a ball and she'll pick up a toy and she'll just travel with you and then you'll throw it on this button and then her character will just throw it like to like to copy you it's just really cute stuff like that oh, that's adorable <laughs> yeah and she's like as a second character especially AI you expect them to to hold you back you know and like oh come on hurry up. But yeah. she was in front of me the whole time doing things before I asked her to, like, "Hey, here's wow. a boost, like, come on, like." It's just, it was really good. It was, it was very well designed, nice. um, very atmospheric. I'm glad I played it, and I, I, it's 25 bucks. I mean, you will yeah. probably play, you probably pay more at Burger King, for <laughs> for a 30 minute burger. So why not pay
1: 25 bucks for a six hour game? I'd have the Burger King for one day and grab little <laughs> nightmares
0: too. Oh yeah, because of Pokemon, everyone's eating McDonald's
1: right now. Yeah, everyone's scalping McDonald's. Uh, uh you won't. Right it's now. it's tough to spend $20 at McDonald's. You gotta it's true. you gotta really try. You gotta get you a gotta lot be, of happy meals.
0: You gotta be having the worst day <laughs> of your life.
1: If, you gotta be having a rough day. That's that's for sure. To, to dive into that. No judgment here. You know, we all no, have no, those no. days. No, you no, know? Was... <laughs> we all <laughs> have $20 McDonald days. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> um, that's what I've been
0: playing. Um, like I said, there's not many games coming out next week. Um, I can't wait for Persona 5 Strikers, though. I can't wait to play yeah. more of that. Um, but that's at the end of the month. Our review is still on the site at NoisyPixel.net
1: noisypixel.net
0: <laughs> um but but moving on i i wanted to kind of lead us into the steam game festival that took yeah. part last week this is like 500 indie developers put demos of their games up some good some not so good um but we only play good games here so
1: yeah we only play <laughs> the best <laughs> we only play
0: the, we only play the best games um, so I want to talk uh, what, what, what did you end up playing?
1: I only got to play a couple but I played Steel Assault which was a very short demo that felt a lot like the mid series Mega Man X games in a good way um, they had like the tone down and the gameplay was really fun in that you have like a whip of sorts that you can hit enemies with uh, in this side scroller and then you can shoot out Uh, a line two ways that you can use to like grapple up things or sideways so there's a lot of things you can do but it's all very compact and it's all very easy to do so it's not a long demo but uh, it's when you play through it you're like oh this is this is like this is like the Mega Man X spirit kind of continued on which I appreciate I don't really like the
0: name Steel Assault.
1: I literally had to just check my Steam right now to remember it because I was like <laughs> Steel Force, Steel Strength, Steel Assault. It sounds um,
0: it just sounds generic. It sounds like one of those arena arena like disc games. Like, yeah. like kind of wind jammers. But uh that's what I was that's what I was imagining when you say steel assault. I
1: imagine like a wind jammers 3D arena game. Finally, we, isn't Windjammers two on the in, on the uh, yeah? yeah it was, on the I Steam didn't play it anyway. I feel like
0: I've yeah. I've the, the problem with Windjammers two is that I've played it so many times already at that events. Yeah. they get events,
1: and I'm just like, just fucking put the game out. It's it feels ready when I played yeah. it. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But when I played it, like we played multiplayer, and I was like, this is perfectly fine. Like,
0: yeah. a, what do you? I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Um, but uh, Steel salt. yeah, Mega yeah. Man X.
0: I I love Mega Man X, so maybe it's a game that I should check out.
1: Yeah, it feels like one of the PS1 games, but in like a without the, the voice acting.
0: Oh, that was my favorite
1: part. It is a good part. I will <laughs> uh, What am I fighting for? Is one of the best lines Capcom has ever made. But uh, so I played that, and I played uh Despot game. Someone's gonna say it's Despo, but I feel like it's no, I not. think it's Despot. I think I think it is. Yeah, um, and it's a very interesting game where. You, uh, you you, have like a bunch of people and you get randomized store items that you can equip them with and you have to guide them through this terrible, seemingly like underground uh, like hellhole of, of technology where they have to fight these robots and uh, they can all die. You have to feed them. So if you run out of food, you have to send them to a grinder to get more food and then you can try and power them up by giving them better items or rerolling stores um and you're kind of like the the god above them that's like choosing oh i want more humans on my team or like oh i want these items it's very bleak in a good way like it's it's very good at feeling very uh bleak like very just dark and uh hopeless in a fun way in that the writing in the, the little bit of writing in the demo is is like oh these are just humans you can throw them in a grinder meat is meat and you're like damn dude that's metal um but yeah it, it's it's a short little fun thing um i i clicked because of the art but i had fun with the gameplay um i don't know anything to compare it to because it's not a genre i'm normally uh playing but it's
0: like a materials management game like
1: would it's kind of like that combined with i want to say a rogue like okay. with like yeah something like that I, I don't even know what to compare it to fully but it's it's interesting i i'd say to check out the demo oh i think the steam festival over already. now it's sorry but look, <laughs> look it up on youtube dude we'll put yeah we'll know. put some
0: we'll, we'll on the video portions you'll you, you can see some trailers going on
1: yeah um but yeah so that was a lot of fun um those are the only two I got to check out, but I uh, they were very diverse and I had a good time with them. Cool. What did you check out?
0: I actually only was able to play one game, and that was because I was reviewing uh, Little Nightmares Two and uh, and Gal Gun Returns. Yeah. So so I so I only got I only got to play one. Um, it was uh Kasamachi Beyond the Twilight mm. and. It's a uh, published by Playism who who I generally really liked their games that, that they kind of find from from the uh, Japanese indie pool. yeah, and they they're just I don't know, I mean bright memory wasn't good, but but I guess that's gonna be corrected soon with the new infinite update but but playism generally has some good games if you if you don't know playism games, I, I urge you to kind of look through their. Their Steam stuff because um, Jap- Japanese indie developers rely on them heavily for like uh, publishing in the West, and I think they do a good job.
1: It's Interesting. I'll have to look them up.
0: Yeah. Um, so Tasamachi it's a it's it's like a 3D platformer, like Banjo Kazooie kind of, but without oh. the the mascot feel. It's just this girl, this, yeah, and yeah. she's she's driving an airship, and then the airship crashes, and then they're like, oh, here's four puzzles, and then you collect. You got to collect. Up to fix your airship um the demo is pretty short you do the four puzzles and then you can um go into this city and kind of jump around on roofs and stuff um i I it wasn't that good
1: uh, Ooh, yeah. to be honest
0: it is pretty it's a pretty looking game but with a 3d platformer you gotta get you gotta get the platforming down
1: yeah that's you know? it's essential.
0: Like her jumps, there's only one height to the jumps, so it doesn't matter how much pressure you put, like you're you're gonna go like you know, and it's 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 the 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 jumping animation has a sudden end too, so it doesn't complete. So at the end it uh, like kind of just glitches and she's standing. Yeah,
1: it's, so it doesn't feel satisfying.
0: Yeah, so there's there's definitely it's it's rough. It's rough right now. Like there's some platforms that go through objects and stuff, but they have the foundation down. I mean, there's there's really good, um, there's really there's really beautiful sceneries that the town is well put together. It's just it's just the platforming that really needs some fine tuning in terms of mechanics, um, because you got to get the jumping down. That's like That's essential, essential. Yeah. you know, uh, to to any of those games. You got to make it feel rewarding you got to have you got to give the player control because i felt like i was more fighting the platforming um compensating for bad controls to make certain jumps and you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that in in platformers but um but luckily it's a pretty looking game and i don't know why i always do this but when it's a when it's a female
1: (laughs) where is this going
0: I, uh, for some reason, did, uh, For Japanese games, um, they always kind of make the camera angle just low enough to, to look under <laughs> skirts.
1: Yeah, there's that trophy in Near Automata.
0: Exactly, exactly. So I was looking for the trophy, and uh, <laughs> oh God, I just gave you an excuse. <laughs> I was looking for this trophy, and and lo and behold. The camera does go right, right under there, and you know they could have designed her to be wearing shorts because I thought she was wearing shorts, but no, it's a, it's definitely a skirt. And um, and yeah, so if uh, that that's in there, um, and then uh, just a very cute looking game that needs to be that needs that needs to be refined just a little. Bit.
1: Yeah, just needs some some work on the core. Definitely, definitely.
0: And that's, nice. that's all. So let us know uh, in the comments or in, a, in an email. I guess you can, you, for right now you can send to PR at noisypixel.net. Ooh. If you want to talk about games that you've played, let us know. Um, maybe I'll set up an email one day. We'll see.
1: We'll see.
0: Um, moving on. I really wanted to gauge your thoughts on E3 this year being a digital only event. Uh, last mm-hmm. year it was digital only i didn't like it but i want i really want to know your thoughts
1: uh yeah it's it's strange like there's no it's not an easy thing like there's not really an alternative because it's probably not going to be viable at that point to have an in person one and it's yeah the the online doesn't quite work for for the the format that E three has, I think uh, it especially didn't isn't like aren't publishers not on board yet? I, I read that. Yeah,
0: they haven't like officially announced it yet because I think they're talking to publishers, but it kind of leaked out that that publishers were getting this notice. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No one's no one's like agreed. It's not an official announcement yet.
1: Yeah. So I'm not I'm not really sure because. I think they'll put a lot of effort into making it work this time, because like I said, it's kind of the only alternative, but at the same time, it's so different uh, and like so weird to manage that. I'm not sure how it's going to really work. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of details yet, so it's, it's tough to say, but um, yeah, I'm still on the fence. I'd say. I'm, I'm cautiously curious about how it's going to work because uh, E3 is like always the most exciting time of the year normally, so typically I'm like stoked and ready, uh, but with the online manner of doing it, I'm not entirely sure where I'm where I'm at yet. I, time will tell, but I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think it. I think. I think mostly what E3 being like this does is it sucks. ...for smaller developers. Yeah. Um, and it sucks for smaller websites. Uh, generally, during E3, a site our size for both of us does really well because yeah. we we get these interviews and we get these uh, previews. And our our speed at which we put them out gives us a lot of views and be like, oh, this this website... Is awesome because look at how quickly they're they're re, they're previewing games that I enjoy. You know these these indie games. Yeah, and you can that, get your
1: name out there with best of show and yeah
0: stuff yeah like that. yeah you grease some palms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do, <can> say that? <laughs> do what you gotta do. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. I gotta get out of here. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> That's dude. Okay. You know, I did say on, that.
1: I just want to clarify.
0: <laughs> on the awards side of things, how does IGN have fifty Best of Show awards? I mean, every, it's a good it's, show. It's, it's a, a great show. <laughs> it doesn't even. It's like everyone gets one. It's like a participation award at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, they they tried their best to put out a good game. <laughs> best of Show. Um. Yeah, you have
0: you have all of that, but but mostly it's like those those previews from from those indie developers and us getting access to developers and publishers in that face to face value does goes a long way. Yeah, with with our readers and with our uh, reach, um, and you know it's just it it just sucks it just sucks that that for another year we got to kind of gauge, well what, well what can we do. You know, I know. I know. Monster Vine held a a video event.
1: Yeah, last summer we had a, a the Hot Game Summer Showcase, and that's like one way of going about trying to do your own thing, and it's pretty successful. But it's definitely a lot more preparation than E3, like a huge amount more, because you're you're reaching out to publishers. You're like, oh, what sh- do you guys have? Anything that you'd be fine with us announcing? Then you're putting together a huge video. You're getting audio for it. You're getting um, assets. So it's a lot more than like, oh, I'm going to E3. So I just fly to California. Uh, I bring my laptop and hard drive and uh, I play games. I write about it. Uh, I figure out appointments at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like an alternative, but it's, it's, a, it's one that not every site can do. And that's completely understandable.
0: And typically for the, the stuff that anybody wants, you know, like they're gonna all be fighting for the, the big the big hitters out there. Yeah. Um, whereas typically Bandai Namco will get overshadowed at E3, but now that it's like well it's digital only, so now IGN and GameSpot and all them are like wanting Sega and Bandai Namco stuff. Whereas that's our
1: territory.
0: They're... Yeah. It's ours.
1: Get the we play hell the weed I... games.
0: Dude, you can't even you couldn't even spell code vein before.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, guys. You don't even know God Eater, dude. Like get Have out you of played here. every single Dragon Ball game consecutively? No.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am I am uh that's where I'm kind of like that's the, 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 the Japanese stuff, that's my territory, you know? Like like I don't know. I feel that I, I I'm okay one more year. Next year though, twenty twenty-two. Next year,
1: I gotta be able to meet with Azario and Will and Diego and Austin and go get drinks and food. Mm-hmm, I miss mm-hmm. the boys. I miss the boys. I miss the boys. I miss seeing the Kamurocho uh, arch every E three that Sega sets up.
0: Yeah, our
1: huge Dragon Ball stuff.
0: I miss saying something that I will regret to you guys that makes me look <laughs> like a okay, complete animal. asshole. <laughs> I think I think over I think over PAX East, I just got on Metacritic and I kept telling
1: you guys. Oh yeah, you're like we're on Metacritic and then you're like we got an interview with Kamiya because we're on Metacritic yeah. And I was like, I want an interview with Kamiya. Why aren't we on Metacritic? Whoa. Um No, it's it's all good, dude. Don't worry that's, about it. That's
0: where I'm at. I I I'm an asshole and I want to be an asshole in In person. In person though. In person. In person asshole. Um, but that's, that's definitely like E3. I don't, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. E3 yeah. doesn't upset, upset me as much as Anime Expo does.
1: Oh, I miss anime conventions.
0: Like, like, Anime Expo is not going to happen. I mean, Japan won't even let people fly over here right now. Yeah. Like, we just have to face that Anime Expo is, is not going to happen this year. and And that's very depressing because one... Ain't no press at that show. <laughs> it's true. So when I go, I'm the only one there, and I don't have to see all the, the fake media that I that I typically have to have to pretend to
1: appreciate. <laughs> not naming I'm any I'm just name. joking.
0: I'm not that bad. I'm not
1: <laughs> like Monster Vine. <sighs> yeah, MonsterVine.com.
0: Fake smile on. Um yeah that's i love anime expo though just i love because because the anime expo compared to e3 is like anime expo the fans there they're hell of fans and i just love, <laughs> yeah.
1: i just yeah, love right that.
0: interacting with those nerds and it's uh true. it's our people that's yeah it is it's definitely a different show and i i definitely like anime expo and i guess we're just gonna have to wait we're to, gonna have to wait i miss shows Tax I mean, seems to be going on, but I doubt that's going to
1: happen. Yeah, they sent out that email and I was like, nope, that's not happening. Maybe, maybe
0: September, but not June. Like you. True. Yeah. Sorry, Boston. Not June. Sorry, not going to happen. Maybe September show. Maybe. But that's we're, a big maybe.
1: In my country, we're hoping to be have 90% vaccinated by September. So We,
0: we have 10% right
1: now. We have, I think we have less.
0: Yeah. I think we're we're less per
1: capita. And we're cooler. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, but you don't get to shovel snow. So that's right.
0: That's right. I
1: live in California,
0: though. I feel like I'm sheltered from the woes and the everything of the world. And we're just in this little shell
1: of. You don't have to brush off your car every morning from snow. Yeah. And and I'm riding between LA
0: and San Francisco. Sounds like right in the middle of
1: California nice kind of one day i'll way. come out there one day one day one day i won't um, be the yokel canadian boy no you'll always be that that's fair i'm in the Tur- I, i'm in toronto i'm in the canadian new york hmm.
0: you guys have burritos over there
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> but, but are they actually burritos? it's not a foreign concept <laughs> it's a burrito <laughs> that's like you say do you guys have syrup are they real burritos? I, I I don't know. I I think.
0: Sorry, my camera goes off.
1: I'm sorry, oh, I went missing. Well,
0: then it'll work right now. Sorry. The
1: temperature. That was the Canadian getting... government hacking you. Oh wait, the temperature is getting high on. My... <laughs> uh we gotta <laughs> kick it out of here anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So since my camera shut off, but my audio didn't, we'll wrap this up
1: yeah just look at me
0: um thank you guys for listening thank you so much for watching um closing statements spencer
1: uh closing statements we do have burritos thank you um <laughs> i miss everybody i love video games and uh are you gonna cry right now <laughs> please leave a comment to make me feel <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> no but that was another fun episode i'm enjoying this podcast i can't wait to make a hundred of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's to 100. Here's to 100.
0: Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Be safe. See you
1: around.